Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. My name is Susan Sellers. I'm the spouse of an active duty service member, a parent to three military kids, a parent-to-parent educator, and now a podcast host of the Military Child Education Coalition. Today, we're going to start to talk about the importance of our children having a strong start as well as how to help them handle today's stressors as military children. Joining me is Julia Yeary. Mrs. Yeary is the Director of Military Family Projects from Zero to Three. In this role, she works to establish stronger support for families and their very young children experiencing stress and trauma. She also works extensively to help professionals in supporting military-connected parents as they deal with the multiple anticipated stressors associated with military life. Julia also has lived the military family experience as the daughter of a 30-year Navy veteran and having raised her two children with her now-retired Marine spouse of 30 years. Julia, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Susan, for having me. I'm just delighted to be a part of For the Sake of the Child. So can you tell us some more about your work with military families and how you became involved with the Military Child Education Coalition? Oh, absolutely. It's funny because um, being a military brat myself, I never thought I would marry someone in the military, but I did. I ended up marrying a Marine. And and I have really um, a passion for supporting military families. Uh, Most of my career as a social worker has been with military families starting when I just got out of graduate school in Hawaii working with Marines at then Marine Corps Air Station Kaneohe. Um, And so um, I joined Zero to Three um, in 2005, and one of the first things I worked on is a project called Coming Together Around Military Families. Um, And and Military Child Education Coalition was a part of that. Um, They did two things. They did this great program called Tell Me a Story for Young Children, and their Tell Me a Story uh, for young children was a, an extension of their Making Connections and Finding Support Through Literature initiative. And so um, I went a couple times to help MSEC with that particular project. And they also joined us on our Coming Together on Military Families project um, with their Helping Children Grieve and Grow, um, where we went around to kind of um, try to provide education for professionals supporting military families. And really, I, I saw through that event that we really have a shared passion of making sure children have the best start in life possible and, and really helping families find the resources that they need um, to, to provide their kids um, the, the, that best start. So Wonderful. And I love that you mentioned Tell Me a Story. That's one of my favorite programs that Military Child Education Coalition offers. You mentioned the organization that you work for, Zero to Three, and is the director of military programs there. Could you share with our listeners a little bit more about the organization? Absolutely. Zero to Three has been around for over 40 years. It's a, um, a nonprofit based in Washington, D.C., 
and really it's all about um, supporting the healthy development of our country's youngest children from conception through um, their um, third year of life. We work to inform and support parents and professionals who, all the professionals who touch the lives of babies and toddlers. And we also, I think what we're famous for is we take research and best practices and translate it into information that parents and professionals can use. So everything that we have is research-based and evidence-based. And then we try and develop tools to make um, their job just a little bit easier. So um, and the Military Family Projects is um, a department under Zerta 3. We've been around since 2005. Our mission or vision is really to support military-connected um, kids and their families so that, again, um, with the unique experience of military um, children, to really take that lens into consideration as we develop tools and resources for them. Wonderful. And as you mentioned, parents are, are the kids' first teachers. Um, why is it so important to educate families and provide support for young children starting from birth to age three? You know, it, it's interesting because I, I don't know how many times I've talked to people people who are trained psychologists and, and educators and parents. And, and so many people say, oh, think, they make little comments like, oh, it's a good thing they're de you're deploying when your child is still a baby because they won't remember that your, their parent was gone. And I always go, no, no, you have to change that because um, those early years are actually when um, the baby's development includes how they're kind of um, forming their view of the world, kind of their, their schema of the world. And a part of that is, can I trust the people around me? Um, will people be there to take care of me? Will people be able to, to soothe me and comfort me? And all of that shapes the baby's brain and how the baby um, views the world. So if you have a, a situation where you have a young parent who is trying to take care of a very young child while also dealing with the stressors of a family deployment or with a PCS move to a place where they don't know anybody, and that stress is transferred onto how they care for that baby, that can actually impact that baby's development for the rest of their life. And if we support the whole family, um, it can change the trajectory for that baby where they can have the best start. They can grow up saying, you know what, I know I have someone who's going to be able to take care of me, who's going to be able to soothe me when I'm upset, who's really going to be able to support me. So those, those early years actually form the foundation for the rest of that child's life. And if you don't have that strong start in that first three years, it can impact school readiness. It can impact the ability to pay attention in school and to do well in um, um, remembering facts and information. So all of that's a part of what's important um, I think for all parents, we want our kids to do the very best. So it starts right there at conception and continues. It doesn't start when they start speaking and having conversations with you or when they start kindergarten. So we really want that strong start to begin right from the very, very beginning. Absolutely. And I think you touched on a couple of the challenges that military families face, such as transitions, deployments, reintegration, moving to a new location, as you mentioned, and how these things can affect not only the, the parent, but also the child. What resources does Zero to Three offer to address some of these challenges? Oh, I think that one of the things that we really think about is that experience for 
a young family with a, a child facing these many, many transitions, we, we have developed a couple series. One of them is Supporting Young Children series. Um, there's actually, um, you can get it for free from our, our website, um, www.023.org. And if you enter, search for military, all kinds of resources will pop up for you. But we, we actually have flyers and pamphlets that specifically address all of these topics. I think one of the things that we know children really do well with is consistency, predictability, really having whatever sense of control they can over their world and lots and lots and lots of extra nurturance and support, especially when there's any transition or change. So all of our materials really we work to try and help the parent see things through the lens of the baby. And part of that is when a baby like cries a lot or has a tough time, to really try and think about what might the child be saying through their behavior and responding to the behavior rather than responding to the, responding to the, the, the feeling underneath it rather than responding to the behavior, if that makes sense. Kind of try and focus on that. So, for instance, if a baby it won't go to sleep at night, you might say, well, gosh, what, what change has there been? I know from my own daughter when her dad left on deployment. The first two weeks, she was fine. I think because she was used to daddy going away on workups and stuff, you know, so she was fine. And then it seemed like um, a light bulb went on and she realized, wait a minute, dad hasn't been around, you know, that's, where'd he go? And so she started having severe separation reactions whenever I, whenever I was out of her sight and would cry and would, would really have a tough time emotionally dealing with the fact that her dad was gone. And she would show us and went from having a great bedtime routine to not allowing me out of her sight. And so I think that taking the knowledge that we have shared in um, all of our material, part of that is knowing that what she was saying when she was crying wasn't that I'm trying to be manipulate you to have a later bedtime. It wasn't that she was trying to say, I'm trying to get over on you. What she was saying is, my world has changed and I don't know what's going on. And so you're the only thing I know that if, as long as you're next to me, I know I'm okay and I don't want you out of my sight because if you go away, then what's going to happen? And so really being able to keep that in my mind, I was able to reassure her, give her words. You know, Daddy had to go away for his work. He had very important work to do. Mommy doesn't have to go away for her job. I get to stay here with you. And so when you wake up in the morning, Mommy will be right here and really give her words for what she was feeling. And I was able to help reassure her so within a couple weeks she was right back to her regular bedtime routine again. So I think that, that that's what our material tries to share and, and give that sense of how do, you, how do you hear what the child's trying to say through their behavior and then how to respond to the needs that they have to give them that reassurance that, yes, they have someone that they can count on, someone that's going to be there. We also have material that helps if you're having a harder time. So if the, if the family system is struggling a little bit, then what do you do? So take it a little bit deeper through this series called Honoring Our Babies and Toddlers, including separation through deployment or if there's injury or loss of life, our materials can address those more difficult topics as well. And I think that we have, some of you might have heard of our board books, um, Home Again, I'm Here for You Now, and uh, Over There, which were all kind of written, again, with that child perspective. Um, these, these wonderful board books um, you can get for free from Military One Source and uh, their Zero to Three Productions. 
And I, I have heard some really cool stories about parents using over there to help explain where their parent went because it talks about how, you know, my my parent, there's a mommy version and a daddy version. So my daddy isn't here right now. He's there. He does the same. I do the same things here that he does there. So it really helps the child make that connection. And then it says, you know what? Sometimes I get sad or even mad that my daddy isn't here right now. And I think that helping children recognize that it's okay to have their feelings and then says, you know what, I'm really happy that my daddy looks at the same moon there that I look at here and we have that connection, you know, um, again, that reassurance. And so by producing materials like that for parents to use with their child, they can help their child kind of normalize what's going on, help a way to, to have a way to verbalize what the child might be experiencing. And they'll also get messages of, of kind of ways and tips on how to reassure their child. Um, I, I had a cool story of a parent who their, the dad was in the military and he had left several times, but they always used over there whenever he was away. And he actually, through United Through Reading, was able to record it and send the recording back. And, and the mom shared with us how this child actually learned how to read using the book over there and was so proud to be able to read it to, to daddy as, you know, she continued to hear this story and was able to use that as one of her first books that she learned how to read. So I thought that was pretty cool. So we have lots of materials to support families. That, that, that's just a couple um, examples, but... No, I think those are wonderful examples. I think you touched upon uh, some common challenges all families encounter, you know, especially when a, there's a parent gone for a longer period of time, and particularly with military parents dealing with deployments. And, and I like how you explained that the resources you offer allows the child to have a voice and also to be validated in their feelings. And looking at the Zero to Three website, I did notice an app that's being re-released called Babies on the Home Front. Could you share a little bit more about the features of this app and how it works? Oh, yes. We are so excited about the uh, release of Babies on the Home Front. It was just released September 15th. And so if you haven't already downloaded it, please download it. And if you have, you just need to go and update it, and you'll get the newest version. It's available in English and Spanish. And, of course, it's free. But what it does like is it free. gives some tips. Yes, absolutely. Um, it gives tips and strategies for families in different categories. So there's one on behavior, behavior tips. So it talks about things like if your child hits or bites, um, if your child, a parent comes back from deployment and the child is rejecting of that parent, you know, how, how do you deal with that? You know, what do you do? Um, and so really kind of talks through kind of, again, what is the child's potential perspective, what's their lens, and then how can you support that child? So it's, it's very easy, quick, quick um, tips on strategies. There's several videos. I think there's almost 20 videos that also can be seen on um, sleep challenges, on temper tantrums, on staying connected, on reconnecting following deployment. So all of these different videos as well as just really short paragraph tips um, that parents can take a look at. So behavior tips is one. Another um, section is uh, called PT or Playtime, and it's filled with ideas for activities you can do with your child. Um, there's another section on um, self-care so parents can, because really if you are having a hard time, your, your child's an emotional sponge is going to just pick up on that, right? So we really want parents to take care of themselves. So there's a whole section on uh, parental self-care that even includes a short little two-minute uh, relaxation exercise 
and then ideas about how to find a parent helper that maybe can turn into a, a babysitter. And so lots, lots of ideas for self-care. And then we have a new section uh, in our app that we're really excited about called Help Me Grow. And Help Me Grow gives some basic developmental information for a parent to, to, to consider um, like infants need tummy time and why tummy time is important for an infant to develop those core muscle strengths. And so while you're learning about the develop, development, you're also learning about what you can do as a parent to help support that, that development. Another cool thing we have in our, this latest version of our Babies on the Homefront app is each person, each family that downloads it can put multiple children on the same app and then they can create a photo or a media gallery with videos and photos. We've given everyone who downloads it storage, iCloud storage, and so they can actually store their photos and videos there so they don't have to put it on Facebook if they don't want to or other social media. It can just be on their personal iCloud account. And then that cloud account is um, accessed through the app. And so the only people that have access to that are people that you share it with. So you can share your videos and photos with other caregivers who um, love your child or your children and uh, be able to see those special videos. The, another feature is co-parents, and there can be two co-parents, three co-parents, four co-parents. You can have as many co-parents as you want, so it's up to you to designate someone as a co-parent. The co-parents can actually message each other and say, this is what we did today or this is what our child did. You know, um, Timmy took his first step. Um, Marika is um, um, uh, feeding herself now. Whatever little things that are going on for the child um, can be shared. You can also share um, emojis or emoticons, depending on what word you use for those funny little characters with cute faces, um, so that your child can see these, like a thumbs up, I'm, you know, good job, or um, hugs or kisses. So really kind of something that you can, look, Daddy sent you a hug, and you can show them the picture of the hug. That counts those, so you can use them to count up. With an older child, if you have, like, let's say a three-year-old, you can say things like, you know, when you get – when you get five thumbs up, then we, we can go to the park and, and play, you know, so you can kind of use it as an incentive if you want to, um, or you can just do it just to feel good. You also have a feature that counts down. So you put in the date. It's designed for deployments, so, so you can put the return date for the deployment, but you also can put in other dates like countdowns to birthdays or countdowns to, to, um, to grandma coming or countdowns, whatever you want. And so it has the countdown that's right in the app so you can see the days, how many days until it gets closer. So the parent can use that as well to kind of get the child excited about whatever the transition is. So, so lots of features in this app. It was actually um, all of the changes to this app were funded by um, USAA, and we're very, very grateful that they um, invested in this app that um, really can share a lot with families. Um, again, it's free in both the iTunes Store and um, the Google Play Store. Um, and people can learn more about it by going on the website. We actually gave it its own website, so it's www.babiesonthehomefront.org um, or just Google Babies on the Homefront, and you'll get lots of information about the app. Um, so we're really um, interested in people um, using it and then sharing with us, you know, if it makes a difference, if, they, if they're liking these changes, if it really is helping them to stay connected and feel like they can um, – you know, get a little closer to their child's perspective as well to make parenting just a tiny bit easier. That, that would be good, too. 
Absolutely. Any resources to make parenting easier is always welcomed. I, in browsing the app, I discovered an activity we personally have used and absolutely loved. It was titled Sense of You. When my mm-hmm. husband deployed, he gave each of the kids one of his T-shirts, and they would sleep with it. They would carry it around the house like a lovey, and it really helped them to feel closer to him. And I just was so impressed that I saw that that was one of the activities um, that was featured on the app itself because it was something that just sort of helped validate some of the feelings my kids were going through, as you mentioned earlier, with separation and anxiety. But, you know, it was a suggestion for them to still stay connected to him, even though he wasn't present. You know, and and another thing is a lot of our military folks, when they've been away from their child for a long time, it's it's hard to think of what do you do to play, how do you play with a nine-month-old, you know? And so we also made sure we put in lots of ideas for things that we knew that um, our service members would feel, I think, okay about doing, coming home and and, and reengaging with their child. So we really wanted to be really mindful of of kind of that perspective of, of getting reacquainted with your child. So one of my favorites is the play-by-play where we encourage the parent to get down on the floor with their baby and literally just like pretend like the baby's activities are like a football game and you're announcing it like a sportscaster, you know, and baby, baby crunches up her nose and wrinkles her nose and then, and then look, baby's reaching for her ball. Can she get it? Oh, look, she's scooting for it. Yay, she got the ball. And so just kind of, again, kind of, getting them to get used to reengaging with the child or um, really giving the recommendation of, of letting the child get used to you and feel comfortable with you. And then baby will come to you and it will want you to play with them because you'll be one of their favorite playthings. But, but it takes a little while for them to get used to you. And, so, and then that's okay. So really kind of normalizing some of those transitions for our parents. Absolutely. I think that's another great idea, Julia. So how can our families find out more information about Zero to Three after today's podcast? Well, I hope that all of them um, take the time to go onto our website, which is www.zero3.org or Z-E-R-O-T-O-T-H-R-E-E.org. And not only is there full of information about specifically parenting military-connected children, but there's also great information just about being parents of kids, period. You'll, you'll find information about um, temperament and about helping children develop um, self-regulation skills. They'll find information about oh, there's a great series called Daddy Matters for engaging dads. So there's just, it's just chock full of all kinds of information that will help them think about parenting in new ways and help give them some ideas to, again, kind of make it a little bit more fun. So if they please visit our, our Zero to Three website, www.zero3.org, that would be fabulous. Wonderful. Julia, thank you so much for taking the time today to talk to us and for sharing your knowledge and expertise with our listeners. And thanks to all our listeners for joining us today. Please like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about in the future. Please continue listening for our after show where we will talk in more detail about some of the points we shared on today's topic. Hey, Susan. Thank you for joining me for the after the show. Well, I'm so excited to be here, Tara. Thanks so much. So I loved Julia's stories. She had such great stories to share about how 
zero to three and babies on the home front, how it's really affecting people. She was just really easy to listen to. I seriously could have just kept listening and listening. She was so great to interview and listen to. Oh, absolutely. And and I particularly liked her stories, especially one you know, the one where she mentioned uh the book over there and how um a child learned to learn how to read and was using that as a bonding opportunity with their, their parents that was deployed. So it just seemed to make everything so much more relevant with the the experiences that she gave us. Yeah, I actually went on, I was excited after this podcast and when we recorded it, I went on and downloaded the app. And even though my kids are past what you would think the target age group would be, which was, you know, zero to three years old, clearly, I felt like there were some things on the zero to three app that even our family could utilize. For instance, the media gallery, my kids keep asking me about things like social media, and we're not ready to do that yet. They're not allowed to post YouTube videos or do social media to stay connected to extended family that live far away. So I really thought that media gallery that you could do your own personal iCloud with the videos and the photo would be just an excellent opportunity for when their dad is out at training or even with our family and friends that don't live close, that they can share their videos and pictures that way. So I just thought that was really neat. No, I think that's a great aspect that you pointed out. And I also liked um, the specialty features that they offered and some of the opportunities there to learn on the app. You can get as specific as the age you want and whether or not the uh, service member is deployed, which I think is so important because sometimes the way we handle situations depends on who's currently in the home. So I love how they've customized so many of the features on this app for our military families. The one I went through and I focused on some of the videos. I looked at how they did some of the videos. I clicked on my service member's home right now. And so they did have all different phases of deployment and and at home reintegration. I think there was two other ones, but it was neat that you could actually click on where your phase and stage is right now. Absolutely. And I, you know, I think that's one of the things that's unique about babies on the home front is a lot of the responses are from the lens of the baby. In other words, what they might be feeling um, and then giving you suggestions on how to respond to the feelings, not necessarily the behavior, which I think is really unique because a lot of times other sources don't delve into actually, you know, maybe why is the baby crying? Well, it might be because they're feeling um, out of place or not sure if there's going to be somebody available to take care of them. So I think that's a, a truly special um, aspect of babies on the home front. Yeah, seeing it from the the baby or the child's eyes, the one on temper tantrums, when I read on that one, I was like, man, we had that issue when we were younger. I wish we had had that, web, you know, this particular feature when my kids were that age because some of it, even in the language in the app, it talks from the perspective of the child. And I was like, man, that was oh, such absolutely. a good reminder. I really like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. It, it is. And it, it, it's but when you're in those moments, you kind of forget. So it's so great to go back and have this as a resource to say and have that aha moment. I know. I wish we had had it when our kids were younger because it certainly gave a lot of context to some ba- behaviors that I saw when they were younger. And I'm like, oh, okay, that certainly explains it. And I love how they sort of present it so that it's easy to understand and, and later on incorporate. Yeah, and and definitely by topic also, even things like playing with your baby that rather than have to sift through, you can go right to that part and get tons of ideas that you can incorporate on the spot. 
So just great ideas all around. Oh, absolutely. I especially like because sometimes, you know, being a new parent, you don't always know how to interact with your child, especially if you didn't grow up with younger children or small children. And, you know, it could be a challenge for either you or your spouse that, you know, how do I interact with my baby? And I think that's another great tool that Babies on the Home Front utilizes in that specialty features with ages is they, they kind of give you some examples of, hey, at any age, there's a great way to interact with your baby and here's some wonderful activities. And I think that kind of helps with the comfort level that a parent can have just being around the baby. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I really like that I thought we could use if we do get in another situation of separation is that countdown feature. So many of us as military families oh, have yeah. used different versions of the countdown feature. Some use chains, some put kisses in a, in a jar and take a kiss out every day. You know, we hear all these countdown features, but now that kids are so tech savvy, I think they would really love a countdown feature on a, a technical device through this app. So I, I, I'm excited to try that out in the future, even if it's for, you know, a coming vacation or something. So I'm definitely going to check that one out. Oh, absolutely. And I think you you touched on a great point. It doesn't have to just be for a returning soldier. It could be for getting ready for spring break or it could be getting ready for a holiday. But it also gives them a chance to sort of be more connected and more engaged with whatever you guys are looking forward to. I'm so glad you could join us today. Tara, thanks so much. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.